Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Wicked Review with Sean Shrock. I am Sean Kena Torres Senior. And of course, I am joined along with and it's your boy Shrock the Mike. How we doing on this uh lovely hump day down here in Tampa, Florida? Man, it's a good hot, steamy day here in Tampa, man. How, how's you doing? Man, I'm telling you, bro, it's it's like you know, like when you knew the Tampa, you knew the town, right? And it say it's like April, May, and I'd be like, Man, you know, it's hot outside. Do you meet a local? They'd be like, yeah, I know. Wait till the summertime. I'm like, what? Yeah. You saying summertime? Yeah. It gets worse than this? This is, I mean, I can't complain though, because it's better than snow. And I hate to, you know, go to the opposite side of the spectrum. And, you know, I know it doesn't, most of us ain't have to deal with snow most of our lives. But I kid you not, if anybody asks, I, I way rather deal with the heat than the cold, hands down, any day. Oh no, that, that that's me all day. I mean, I didn't grow up in the snow, but I had enough snow and ice growing up that I was that was good. We had ice and snow every single year. I was over it. I was mm-hmm. done with it. Okay. And as soon as I could get to some sunny place, I was there. <laughs> okay. So okay. All right. Well, you well you 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 get that military toughness. So I give you the benefit of the doubt. But <laughs> I, like, I grew up in the West. <clears throat> but but before we move on, why don't you introduce our special guest so he can go so ahead and join this conversation with us? So today, as you can see. We got a trio instead of a duo, more of a, um, I, I like what we got going here. So the other week, if you guys were watching the show, we were shooting, not the other week, week before, I think, uh, shooting live at uh, Smoke Shop, Vibe Smoke Shop out in uh, Riverview, Brandon, uh, Florida. Um, had a great time, met some cool people. At the end of the night, though, we met somebody even cooler than that. As you can see, friend, future partner, hopefully, hopefully we can do some more of this together. But the kid's a musician, artist, vet, father, husband, all the way from Georgia, which ain't that far, even though they beat my Michigan boys last year. So I'm hey. going to let that one slide. But Tay Graham, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm fine, man. Uh, I'm excited to be live with you guys, man. Um, meeting you guys for the first time. It was no mm-hmm. accident or no coincidence. So here we are, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. No we problem. Appreciate you guys. We appreciate you coming on the show, man. You know, gracing us with your your knowledge of all things music and what you do. Um, so how's things going for you, man? Um, I'm working on, um, I'm working on a couple of things, man. Okay. Uh, one of the, the biggest highlights that I think of my upcoming, like music career, uh, is, um, in August, I'm doing the uh, mental health awareness event in my hometown. Okay. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of things going on that day. Uh, and this is on a level of, you know, I had to get approval from the chief of police, the mayor mm-hmm. of my city to, uh, you know, like for that support in this, that type of event to where, you know, I'm just going to bring mental health <clears throat> and awareness of mental health to my community. And, uh, okay. you know, following that evening or that afternoon, I'm going to have a, uh, a music fest, you know, 13. Is that in Buena Vista? Buena Vista, correct. Yes. Buena Vista, that's how you say it. I was saying... I was thinking, Buena, you know, I say Buenos Tardes. This, I'm terrible. This the cur- is this it Buena Vista or is it Lake Buena Vista? It's not Lake. It's, uh, it's, it's Buena Vista, but Buena you know, Vista. the Southern slang, we just Buena. You know, we don't yeah. Buena. We don't Buena. put the emphasis on, yeah, Buena. It's just Buena, Buena. Us, you know. But you I said think- it correct, uh, Buena Vista, you know, beautiful view. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, before we got on, I'm not going to detail, but, you know, my girl, she's a therapist. A lot of people go to therapy. And as this is not saying something I struggle with or I'm sure other people do, but sometimes, you know, as as a black man in America, we kind of stray away from any type of, uh, I guess, 
therapy or you need emotional support. Um, so, you know, the fact that you're doing that back in your community <clears throat> is huge because, you know, that's kind of where it starts when you're young, you know, that has impact on, on your life in the future. Now, obviously, you being a musician, hell, I, I would have to be a therapy with all the, <laughs> you know, the nits and nets um, that comes with that. But before we go too further, take give us, you know, a little bit uh, about your background, where you come from, what you do, and how you get to where you're at right now. I'm uh, originally from Buena Vista, Georgia, small town, um, probably a population of maybe 15 to 2,000 people. Tops. Okay. Okay. Um, a small, small town, man. Uh, one red light, literally one red light in the town. Oh shit! Uh, everybody know each school, other, I assume. Every everybody know everybody, man. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Uh, I'm from I'm from that place, man. Uh, you know, um, growing up, you know, uh, family oriented, man. Like, right. like you say, every everybody know everybody. Um, I was into sports, but it wasn't nothing serious to me. I just did it because I had the talent, not the right. skills. So you know, it was like uh, a lot of stuff got by because of who I am. You know. Mm -hmm. And um, growing up, you know, I just music. Music was my 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 escape. Was it something uh, that you felt like, you know? Because a lot of times, like you know, I always use athletes as a great example, right? Because you start young, you start playing ball. Was music something that's like was introduced to you, or you just kind of like saw something and just had that knack for it? Which just it came easier to you. <clears throat> okay, so um. It was introduced to me by okay. um, my my oldest cousin. Okay. And uh, I got introduced to uh, the Lauren Hill album. Oh, okay. oh that was a good one. That, the, there you the, the go. Now, Lauren now Hill. Listen, I was like I was like six or seven then. God, you 30, made me old. I'll be I'll be thirty <laughs> I'll be, be thirty two next month. So yeah, I was around six or seven. Okay, so you're uh, cancer. I was sitting yeah, there driving. I'm driving uh, around in that with that with that record, man. <laughs> you talking about six or seven? I'm sitting there riding around in my car. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. So like, you know what I'm saying. So it was at that age to where I was introduced to music, and by the grace of God, it was real music that I was mm -hmm. introduced to. You know. So let me, was, let me ask you a question about that particular album, since that's one of the ones you mentioned. Was this that album that you're in, that you were introduced to that, that kind of sparked it? Was it the Fugees also going into it, or is it just? It was just the that. Hill? It was just that Lauren Hill. Yeah, uh -huh. it was just Lauren Hill. Yeah. So with uh, with, with Lauren Hill, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but with please. so you know, obviously with Lauren Hill is it's going to be on the R and B side of things. Now, did you have a desire to maybe you know go that route, or how did you kind of switch over <laughs> to you know the more rapping route, which is you know a totally different genre? Uh, what I got from that album was how to express myself mm. in any way you know it didn't necessarily lead me to a genre mm -hmm. it opened me up to emotions and feelings mm -hmm. so i just used that as a form of like escaping anything that wasn't pleasant to me right i'll mm -hmm. put it in art i will put it in any type of art form of like whether it's the way i dress or mm -hmm. um, my grooming standards then i would like okay let me put it in a rap song talk about how i dress how i feel about myself in those areas so it wasn't more so of a genre it was more so of helping me how to express my feelings okay not just with music either okay 
Did that so come easy? Uh, Go ahead, Sean. So that was you as a child. What? Because obviously you went through stages for this. What was the next mm-hmm. stage that you that you uh that brought you into the music industry? Or yeah, you know when you can have you can have so like um growing up, my favorite artist was Ti. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, Is that just because it's a Georgia artist. thing? <laughs> no, nah, Ti was Look. really like that. Chip was really yeah. like that. Like, it thank you, really right? Like but, um, <laughs> growing up, Ti was my he was my favorite artist, well, rapper at the time. But uh, it wasn't Ti. You know, I want to I want to say that to say what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I had guys in my community that meant more than me to t- meant more than me than T.I. did because I saw them in the studio. I right. saw them every day. I've seen them actually, you know, go in and write songs and record them. So uh, it was guys in my neighborhood, um, Clay the Great, uh, D-Weave, uh, Fabe, A.D., okay. uh, Ozone Mayweather, uh, guys like uh, Cash Talk Raquel. Uh, okay. These were the guys that I actually seen, uh, you know, going to the studio and do these type of things. So uh those guys is my my other way of tapping into that you know just being inspiration you know right. just seeing those guys you know how they be like uh birds of a feather flock together exactly in some sense yeah. that's true and but in this sense i was around so many people that was doing music it was like let me try it yeah kind of like you know like kevin rents for example like high school basketball coach right it's not it's not always going to be you know, the top tier athletes that the world knows is somebody in your neighborhood. It's somebody you went to school mm-hmm. with. It's somebody you hang around with. And that makes a lot of sense. You know, like you said, you guys have to stay so, together. Go ahead. Since you, these are some of the guys you, you know, in the neighborhood growing up, you know, listening to and, and not just listening mm-hmm. to, but also collaborating with here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like when it comes to sports or anything else, some of the best people in the game aren't actually in the game. Was that something that you ran into? Most definitely. Like with music, I'm not, I use music to express myself. I don't, I don't make music to be this rapper or this big Mm, superstar. I would have more, I would feel like, I feel like my calling is putting people in position to get to that. Okay. No, So more more on the producer end, you think? More on like uh, with my label, like management, like looking after people, you know, like, not more so of i'm gonna get you signed and you good like no let's read this contract let's see what you can get that will benefit you more like in a right. sense of like looking out for people you know like right on my label i'm not like okay which, which by the way the name of that label is struggleville records so struggleville records you know, yes yeah yep I'm gonna put that out there so um you want to sponsor us <laughs> Just throw more, <laughs> throw it more, I, I, let's do it bro like let's do it and um it's, it, it was it was more so of um um like just with me music wise I'm not looking to be like oh I need to sign a label I need to get signed like no I will find more um you know more I would feel more macho if one of the guys under me get signed first that's right. that's what I'm trying to do you know but it's certain things that I know I'm more knowledgeable of to where you know of course it's my record label I'm the way I'm gonna wear to ha- the hat. But exactly. my hat isn't more of like the rapper. I'm more of let me see find ways to get my guys on without like my music like off of their talent. 
similar to so, like um, um bad boy records right like like diddy right because he right. can rap and he performs every now and then right. but at the end of the day right. it's still his label right okay yep. so, yeah so you know with that being said um Obviously, the late Nipsey Hussle. I I'm a big fan of his. And I used to watch a lot of like documentaries and stuff. And one of the um the things I remember him saying, and I don't I don't even know what this means to be honest, but they were saying about like owning your own masters. What does that mean in a music sense? I have no idea what that means. So basically, owning your own masters is if you you make an album, right? Right. Meaning that in that contract, you own your music, but the record label own a percentage of it. Some oh. contracts are for 10 years or eight years, you can own your masters, you get a percentage, then the rest is ours. Okay. After that contract is done, whatever revenue you bring in from that album or those record sales, it comes to us. Okay. So when so you is actually, when you own your catalog after a contract, all proceeds of fundings that you do or get from that album where be directed towards you and not the record label. Okay. Does it also give you the does it also give you the ability to sit let to, to negotiate more as a one on one party with uh corporations for, for with corporations versus... with, with artists it gives you the right to like say like if 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 you do a song right and I'm like okay I want to sample that Instead of going through a label, I can hit you direct. Like, hey, bro, let me sample this that you said. And if mm -hmm. you say, yeah, I'm good to go. But it all has to be in contractual form for, you know what I mean? Right. Record purposes. Right. And that's the same with with uh, streaming softwares, right? So yeah. it's like, for instance, if your music on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever other soft, um, platforms are out there, I'm sure they get a percentage as well. I mean, they're like the mm -hmm. new record labels, pretty much. It's just pretty the digital much, record. Yeah. yeah, okay. That makes so a lot like of sense. So like if you, I put my album on uh, iTunes for like $12.99. Okay. Apple would get like $5.75 of that. Okay. Yep. Just to use their platform. Okay. So, you know, and that's why like, that's why record sales aren't really like, hard copies aren't really a thing now because record labels don't have to print them up you know and do the right. packaging and all of that so now with the streaming services you can get an album just by a click of a finger exactly yep. and i guess the only downside would be like spotify and apple music are so huge that it's like it'd be like if they had a million artists it'd be like if a if we'll say death row records had a million artists on their label you know what i mean so I guess the, the pros is it's easy. Most of it, it, it's, I mean, I'm sure they don't take too much, but the cons is you don't, you kind of have to be your own boss in a sense. Cause you don't, you're not going to get like the, I guess you could say hands-on, you know, record label team that's marketing for you. That's pushing this and pushing that. So it's, it's a double-edged sword in a sense. I think, you but know. don't you think you kind of learned that though, going through the, the process, the first go round? You would think that. You would think that, but some artists are just so caught in. Oh, the record label giving me four point million, four mm -hmm. million, not knowing that I'm in the contract for 15 years. And after the end of my 15 year contract, I don't own none of my music. They own oh, everything man, that's... because I took that four million 20 years ago. Why do people yeah. just it's just knowledge? Why do why do people take that type no, of thing? I, I guess I mean you have to look at circumstances like what people are going through. Like if you like if somebody like look. 
I have nothing, but I have a hit song. Mm-hmm. $4 million. I'll take They're it. They're not thinking yeah. about 15, you know what I'm saying? Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, and I, I guess they could like fall off the map and still have $4 million, but say if they don't and they make it big, they only get in four million. <laughs> but four million, I mean, if you think about it, four million at that at that level is really not gonna last you that long. Fifteen no. years is 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 being not. a rapper. Yeah, yeah you gotta exactly. live an expensive lifestyle. You have to. And speaking of to. that, like how does that affect you? Do you feel like you have to? I mean, obviously you can always do you can do whatever you want at the end of the day, but do you feel like you have to portray a certain image to you know kind of go with the theme of everything um i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say a certain image but a certain way that i carry myself like i don't care about i don't care about the jewelry and the cars and all of that you know like i don't do music for that i'm not trying to be like the image of a rapper i want when you see me you see me you see me pure no distractions. You know me through my music. That's how okay. I want. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, for some people, I will say this: image is seventy five percent of any entertainment business. Right. If you look like you can do it, they're gonna make a way for I mean, you, you to do it. Ver- you saw the verses with Amarion. Them guys can't sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if they put the right pieces around you, exactly, they'll make you what they because you can bring in money by your image. Okay, yeah. but you know, I mean, uh, not, it, no, uh, not. There's a there's another uh, an actual rapper that was ASAP Rocky, maybe ASAP Rocky. He literally just came in the industry just to make a certain amount of money, and then he left the industry. And that was it. That's all he I wanted. Mean, to come in. Nothing wrong with that. that I mean, it. that's just like stocks, right? We we was in the GameStop yeah. just to make some money. I, I don't care about GameStop. <laughs> I'm in and out. Yeah, but that's get, but that that's stocks though. This is a guy who said, "Okay, I'm gonna devote this much of my life to this one thing," and then change was that something you think you could do but 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 tay would probably tell you i mean or you guys may disagree but i feel like once you go down that path of being you know an entertainer or an actor or a musician or whatever it may be i feel like the mindset should always be like even if i don't get paid for this i'm still gonna do it like even if i don't have a contract i'm still gonna do it because you can always tell the rappers that are doing it for the contracts Mm -hmm. just because of what the things they say in their lyrics, their, their, their music, their fan base, whatever it may be. And then you can tell the ones that may never have a contract in the rest, the rest of their life, but still got a loyal fan base because what they're speaking is, you know, they're, they're passionate in, in a sense. Um, and Tay, I want to ask you, man, being in Georgia, you know, obviously most people only know Atlanta, um, but Atlanta, Georgia, whatever you want to call it, has always been kind of the mecca of the hip hop world. I mean, you got Lil John. You, I mean, I could, the list goes on. Uh, can, there, we, can we repeat that question? Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm saying um, so. Being in, in in Georgia, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying specifically, you know, most people just know Atlanta, unfortunately, but there's other great places in Georgia. But Atlanta, Georgia, has been pretty much the mecca of the rap game for you know quite some time. Some may say, you know, give or take New York, whatever, but. Is there, you know, being around so much popular artists and music, was there anyone that you feel like you kind of vibe with the best or maybe even emulate a little bit? Um, I'm going to say this. 
It has nothing to do with the question, but I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> I know n- nothing about Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like not like them as a no, city I know, personally. I know, <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I, I I just need to say that for people who never I'm been there, Georgia, and they uh-huh. think, oh, just like you said, Atlanta is the mecca of music. So if somebody said they're making music from Georgia, or where they from, Atlanta. No. Yeah. I'm from Green Vista. I know nothing about Atlanta. That's that's the but, same um, as like when I'm when like, yeah, where you live in Florida? Oh, how's Miami? Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I never been. So um Atlanta, no, but Southern um J. Cole inspired me a lot. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's good. Cause like, like when you were uh, when you were saying about like how you are just telling your story, I feel like he does the similar thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, J. Cole is, is is a person that um, that you know that uh, can guide me on how mm-hmm. to write a song, how okay. to you know say certain things. So uh, in Atlanta, no Ti was my favorite rapper, but it was nothing like I can relate to Ti. You know, he was right. just like, you know, he was just popping then. He made really good songs then. He was from Georgia, I mean, so it was easy. Do you to think he was still? I'm sorry. Do you think he was still telling the story? I thought, I mean, I, that's really why I like yeah, he's always back then, because I thought he's yeah. always telling a, yeah. a long story. My my favorite song for him is I Still Haven't Gave Myself, when he was telling the story about his friends getting shot, they felt like his mm-hmm. friends back on, like, that story was crazy. So, in that sense, yeah, you know, like, yeah, he was my favorite rapper. Uh, he always told stories to me, but J. Cole's story was more like, wow, I seen my dad do that. Right. I remember my mom would say that. I remember I wore a coat to school with no shirt under it. And like we related more, it was more in depth, you know, with J. Cole. Okay. That 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 makes sense. I wonder if, you know, and, and you can answer this from your perspective too, like when because there's different styles of rap, you know, you can be a battle rapper, you can, you know, be more poetry based or or whatever. But do you feel as if like when you speaking on on your truths and you speaking about you know your, your your lyrics are based on real events or real things or how you really feel, and then you may hear a different artist who say the same thing, but you know it's not true. Does it? Does that like is is that a pet peeve? Like, come on, bro. I mean, I mean, I'm not no, trying to say I mean, like knock their hustle, but it's just like, do you feel like it hurts you because it's like they're saying the similar thing even though you actually are doing it? No, no, it don't. Because at the end of the day, music is entertainment. Right. Okay. All right. You know I like that. Like you, so you have you have people that blow up on TikTok off a, a clip. You don't even know the whole song. You just know that how you know she choosing me. You know, what's the rest of the song? Nothing against those guys. I'm just giving an example. Right. You can blow up off a 15 second clip overnight. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok or something. I, I'm happy for those guys. They're not gonna last though. You have you have you have to have substance to last. I have substance okay. and content, you know, I have a story. So no, it don't make me feel any type of way because you know it's all a form of like entertainment. All entertainment isn't real. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's true. I like that. So uh we were talking about, you know, your stage that you're coming into the music to the music game. Saying you're talking about what well, you dated for is Lauren Hill, and that's what and the mm-hmm. guys you hung out around then so no success story comes without any kind of struggle what was your struggle uh my struggle was uh 
it was more so of having not having a father but having a father like okay me and my father have the best relationship but at some point when him and my mom split you know from not going to see him not being able to see him every single day and losing communication you know not mm. talking every day not you know waking up to my dad not you know what i mean it's little things like that uh it was more of uh it's always way like, if dad was here i don't know how it would be if dad was here i don't know if i would have went to the military you know right if dad was here not more so of like I don't like my dad. My dad didn't like things happen in life. You know, everybody don't stay together forever. You know, and I, I learned that at a very young age, man. Right. Like I um I learned that at a very young age, but it was more so about, you know, seeing my mother do everything, like literally everything. Right. And it's like I wasn't able to help, you know, because I was so young. So mm -hmm. my first opportunity to help, yep. how can I get paid the fastest? I'm going to the military to help my mom okay guaranteed check so it was more of like you know seeing my mother you know what i mean make try to make me eat meat like okay. every you know in that yeah. sense of you know like struggling and um you know just uh my my oldest this is not like uh well i'll say like an identity thing why i had to really find myself my oldest brother probably like the most popular guy down there so uh -huh. <laughs> my identity was Sanjay's little brother, bro. I have a name. You know, <laughs> yeah. who your brother? Oh no, I get it. Wait, 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 wait. You don't understand. I came from a small, from a small city, so I get it. You know, everywhere I went, I was oh, that's Reverend Hardy's right. grandson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's it's funny you say that. You know, the care for your mother kind of made you who you are, because like you know, you were saying, you know, with the label and you're helping others, you know, it it, it goes hand in hand. You know, I see, you know, I'm saying so not saying like if if that was around, things would be different. You never know. It could be exactly the same, but it, it all kind of makes sense. Um, So, Tay, man, I was I was on Spotify. I was checking like, on music. I love I the album. Right Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that comment wasn't like to be like, oh, my dad wasn't this. Like, no, me and my dad is like the best of friends. Always okay. have been. Uh, I just had to answer that question in depth so people would understand me more and my decisions. I I I hundred percent understand it. You know how okay, cool. are, okay. they be yeah yeah yeah. Be, That's why oh, I had to make that around, clear. Blah blah blah. Like, like, no, man, my, my parents have always been the best of friends. Like they just split. I, as I, a kid, yeah. you you would wonder like if my dad was here, but, but, but it's not like oh my dad walked out and my dad didn't like no, not that type of story. I mean, your struggle, like you said, your struggle doesn't always have to be something hugely detrimental. I'm not, yeah, nobody I'm has not to die. A divorce is yeah. not detrimental. Because it is, but I'm saying it doesn't have like like Sarita said, no one has to die, mm -hmm. no one has right, to go homeless, right. you know. Yeah. Some things can just be, you know, my, my parents split, and that's a that's a lot, and people don't fail to realize of how much of, of effect that has on on a person, and it does it has a lot of effect on. Yeah, like, and, and it takes a while for like for you to be aware of that, like, I, like what age did you were you aware, like, okay, this happened and this made me who I Because I remember my parents divorced when I was four, and as a kid, you don't really think about it. But I think when I was like 21, it's when I really like, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, that's why I act this way. That's why I am this way. Did you ever have that like, you know, epiphany moment? It's like, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. You know why? Mm. Because I have a son now. Okay. And when he do certain things, like, yeah. why would, like, wh like, what? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> with me being present in his life, is like, but. 
you'll ask yourself why did you fly that? So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, what would he be doing if I wasn't here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like in a, in that sense, like, dang, like now I have a son. And how how old is he? Like, He'll be eight in September. He said, oh, "Ah, you got, you ah, got that's it. a good oh, age. Man, that's that's a good age right there. Yeah, that's still that's still fun. Remember, <laughs> I say this. Remember the, the from I'd say three two and a half to three to seven or eight is he'll when, be seven. My bad. He'll be seven. He'll be seven. That yeah. time, that age time period is like I feel like it's so important. I think like that kind of makes you who you are as an adult because mm-hmm. you're learning and everything is a sponge and it's just like." whoever you are in that that five-year period is who you're going to be when you grow up that's when like the doctors are playing with god i hope not because who i was when i was eight was who yeah it's really like it's really like amazing that you say that bro because at such at such a young age uh-huh i was so understanding bro you know what i'm saying like like at that age when my parents split like I wasn't angry at my dad. I mm-hmm. wasn't angry at my mom. It was just like, I realized like, okay, like other people in my school parents are together. Okay, now it just happened to me. Like, this is life. Like, yeah, this is really life. So, um, yeah, man, it was just like, with, with you saying that, like even to today, with me being an understanding person, uh-huh. it's like, people will be like, nothing bothers you. Like, no, um, it's not that I don't care or nothing bothers me. It's just that I know that people aren't perfect. I don't, right. I don't expect the worst. I don't, I, I don't do that. But it's just like, if somebody doesn't do something that that's like pleasing to me or like up to my standards or sits right with me, it's not like, oh, this is a bad person or what? Like, right. it's different. okay, it's different. Like something happened in their life to where they did that that way. You know, yeah, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. <laughs> Okay, it's cool. Like I'm not. I, I understand. Like it's just different. People do things different. So like at that age, when me learning to be so understanding, it kept me away from a lot of anger that I could have had. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I didn't so- choose to be angry and bitter at my dad and use anger to hate him to make me be who I am today. Like no, like it's it's, it's different ways. But a lot of people isn't like blessed with that you know do you speak on that in your lyrics i was listening yes. to the 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 latest I'm, album you had there i, I fucking loved it. it it was great thank and, you um, what made you choose what made you choose spotify or i'm sorry not even spotify certain hosting services over others because we all know the big ones the youtube and and the google and spotify um, but there's I'm, other smaller ones out there i would assume it's just I'm, it's just more traffic to to the big ones right yeah more traffic yeah i'm 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 on I'm on all platforms, but you know, like uh, the major ones, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, those are like the first ones that get, you know, right. my music because of traffic and how big of a platform they are. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, I was listening to you. So you got, you got five albums, correct? If I'm, if I'm certain, right. You had mm-hmm. the fearless, the growing pains of a freshman, PhD, blood brothers and dark places. Now, obviously you you know your best work is probably i would assume your latest work because i you know if you like me you're always trying to get better but in your honest opinion what was your favorite album or in favorite track and why man i would say my favorite (laughs) man 
Because you like them all, you know. Say, you would write you yeah. you write them if you don't like them. Okay. <laughs> you 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 asked me two questions that I'm answering. My favorite is my first album because it was it was I reinvented myself. Okay. I, that I reinvented was myself. The fearless, right? That was uh, the growing pains of a freshman. Growing pains. Okay. That was the first one, uh, and uh, it was just like nobody never heard me rap on such a personal and uh, mm-hmm. emotional level. Was that hard to so, do to put that out there? It wasn't okay. because I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Like if people, people who hear my music first, they're not going to expect to see the person that they hear. And I right. want that effect. Like there's no way that you went through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Life is real. Life. Yeah. Have, did you have like any any feedback from we'll say friends or whatever? It's like, oh, bro, I didn't know, I didn't know that. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. So my favorite, my favorite album is Growing Pains of a Freshman. My favorite song would be um, Serene off of Dark Places. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the one I was listening to. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, yeah um, on YouTube music or Google Play music or whatever. Right, right. So um Okay. I one, I, one I, of I, the I, hardest one of the hardest songs I wrote, it was uh my first time. And with that song, I opened up about mama when I got molested. So when I say when I want people to feel like they know me before they meet me, that's how personal and deep I get. I talk about the things that people are afraid to talk about so that they okay. won't be afraid to open up and you know because that can really like really tarnish someone for life you know oh yeah uh, it takes it takes them, years you know? it takes decades for some people to you know like i said you know my girls are there i don't think you're actually know, get I, over it though I, 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 you, you you don't i just think you well this is my opinion but i just think you just learn to accept and cope with it type deal it's like losing a family member like you're never yeah. going to be happy they died, yeah. but you're going to yeah. be accepting. And, you know, time, you know, time heals most wounds, we'll say. But, you know, a lot of that is is hard to come to to bring to light. You know, mm-hmm. it, it takes time. You know, like I said, I, I live with a therapist. So, you know, I mean, I don't listen to no conversations or anything like that. But she works more with kids. But you can you can see how, like, you know, when she talked to adults sometimes, I mean, she's never told me anything. She kind of just beat around the bush. But she'll say things like, you know, it takes one trust especially if you're talking to a stranger or you know even somebody you don't know and then it's you don't just go for the juggler you know you gotta build up to it and you work you know constantly in contact and stuff like that so that's 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 tough to 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 put out there but like you said you know being who you are it's 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 part of it's part of your music it's part of you know your expression of yourself as someone who's who's in therapy and has been there for a while and a lot of military members are are you know a lot of things that we discuss in those sessions we wouldn't want to put out on a record or talk about uh, at all so the right. fact that you want the fact that you are willing to talk about any of it is uh is pretty amazing what what do you think i know you you mentioned your the molestation do you think that was your hardest or do you think there was a harder topic for you to discuss or before you put out on um, record that was the hardest. Well, I'm not going to say that was the hardest. It actually was the easiest because I didn't write this song out of anger. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't write it out of anger. It was part of my story of, of how I, how I emotionally, was it therapy for yourself? mentally, 
Yeah, you know, and it's like that is how I mentally and emotionally connect with my fan base because of how honest and open and vulnerable I am to discuss any topic or anything that has happened to me. Okay. Uh, okay. And that's and that's what a lot of people look for. It, they look for the real. They want real in, in music, and that's something that you, you that you've seen to bring. Um, now you mentioned what your two favorite, uh, what your favorite record and and uh, song off that uh, was. What is your which one do you least like? I know you like them all. Yeah, which which you one you were like? Damn which one you were like? I wish I didn't put that out there. Uh, it was it was um my mixtape working while working. Uh, okay. I it, it didn't hit the major um platforms. It just hit uh Spinrilla. Yeah, it just it just went on Spinrilla. But uh, you know, I was just like I'm I'm just so passionate about music. I tried to mix and master it myself, and it was trash. <laughs> the content the content was still the same uh-huh. but yeah. the, the quality was like so trash yeah. but i didn't I, I just wanted to put it out you know for a catalog wise you know like like you said but yeah that was the like only thing that it's, like, it, I like, it's, fun, I, it's funny you say that because it's like you know what i'm saying like if you don't try you never know even if it fails right because so we've been doing a podcast for a while now and as we go along we make mistakes all the fucking time and we grow, we learn, we get better. Um, now that you've, I mean, five albums in, we'll say five years, it's hella impressive. You know, it's hard enough to make a, I can't even put paragraph together that rhymes. But, um, you know, you've learned, you've gotten better. <clears throat> Do you feel like you've gotten a ear for music? So what I mean by that is like when I listen to other podcasts or like say one that's the quality is not as good, I, I start to notice things. I notice little audio things. I notice, you know, how people sound and stuff like that now that you are you know an established musician do you feel like you have a more keen ear for for talent especially being a producer than you did before most most definitely bro i got like eight artists under my label man and uh every artist is different not Mm -hmm. one sounded like not one is like you know of Mm -hmm. course like you can collab with disparate but not one artist sounded like on my label so okay. I, I I find more I find more joy in like recruiting than actually making music. You okay. Know what I'm because when making music, it takes time for me. Like it may take me two months to complete one song. Okay. Because yeah. I have to take my time. You know, I can't just write a song. I can do it, but it's not going to be my best work. And I don't. Yeah. I do not not put out my best work when it comes like lyrically wise and making music. So, so what? Do, um, go ahead. No, you good, bro. Go ahead. I was gonna say. So, what do you tell? You know, our job when we interview guests, when we, or you know, even when we're talking to each other, is you know, when we have a bad show, we'll say it. When we have, you know, some music in the background, and we catch you later, we'll be you know upset about it. But you being, you know, in a position to where you have to eye other talent, when you have a good one, you sign them. But what do you tell the people that? <laughs> weren't that good like how like it's almost like firing somebody like how do you go about you know telling the bad news you know i do what was never done to me and i don't make it bad news mm-hmm. yeah if someone come if someone comes to me if someone comes to me and uh if not if i don't like their music or if their quality isn't where it should be okay mm-hmm. the quality that i know it should be this is my response. You send me a song, I listen. I'm not feeling it. First off, I'll be like, hey, bro, thanks for even considering me 
giving you any advice on your music. <laughs> I, think, your resume I, I, I think you should, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you know, I think you should keep making music, like keep doing it, bro. Like mm -hmm. your effort is impeccable, this and third, mm -hmm. but I would consider that you start recording at a more quality studio for your sound. Cause so it's not, you know, it's, right. yeah, you know, it's not what you say, it's what they hear and how they hear Ex it. Exactly. If you have That's poor quality, they're not even gonna want to listen to what you're saying. Yeah, you could be spinning the hottest verse ever. And these days with AirPods and all these high-tech headphones, like they catch every little you know tidbit of you know a skip or or a beat is off or anything like that. So you so you gotta be kind of on your best. And you know, with you especially, like what's and I hate to keep asking a million questions, but like, yeah, what good, is, bro, like what here for what what is like what's the routine, right? So like when I'm when I'm doing a show. Uh, you can't see because the camera i'm not gonna spin around but like i got my setup right i got the mood right you know i'm mm -hmm. I'm in the zone like what's what's your routine to where like all right i'm about to write some or even if something just comes to you like what is your your, your comfort settings and when you're making a masterpiece i don't have one bro so okay so since you don't have a conversation when it comes to your masterpiece let me ask you this where do you what's your zone like when you, yeah, because I, I saw that you a Kobe fan, so I know you got that mama mentality, but I, well, I know you, not, um, <laughs> I'm not not necessarily that. I mean, like, where do you go to that like says, okay, this is time for me to recruit, or this time for me to, to write some or to put some, you know, words on paper. You know what's funny, bro? Those switches are always on. Like, I don't yeah. have like yeah. it's like I don't I don't have settings, like it's just it can just hit me for like a week straight and then I go writer blocks for three. Right. So it's like, okay. it's not anything. So you're, not for, you're not forcing it when you don't feel yeah. it. Well, I mean, I, just and, wanna, and, I mean, he's trying to. Yeah. And this, this, this goes along with like signing a record deal. Like me personally, I can't sign a record deal because you're not going to tell me I have to do five albums in four right. years. Cause then you're my mind and my life don't work like that. You know what I'm right. saying? It might take me, I did, I did three albums in two years, and then I, I didn't write not one song two years because I just couldn't, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But then one day I'm at work and boom, 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 boom. Okay, I started back writing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So no record labels for to do that. And I'm not about right. to do it to myself because I can go almost a year or probably more without even picking up a pen. But right. then I can get in the mode to where I'm writing for four weeks straight. This is killing the song. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, right. you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, you're, you're, you limit yourself with these record labels. Because, I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I'm going to speak for me. Let's, let's just keep okay. it on me. So y'all can understand me. Like with me, I have to go through things mm -hmm. to write about to it, to create my music. Okay. Yeah. You know, it could be something that happened today, but it was sparked nine years ago. Okay. Yeah. I can write about it nine years ago because I don't have the life experience to know like how to say what I need to say, how to okay. put out what I need to say. So, um, you know, it's like, I, I don't have a setting, bro. Like, I, yeah, I don't have a setting. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever uh, asked me that question. When you're ready, you just I, get, I get into that, it. Though. Yeah. I, I get that though. But I, um, go uh, ahead. like we're, we're always, whenever we're, uh, you know, whenever we're on location or, or anywhere, we're always, you know, trying to find our next guest or our next mm -hmm. audience or our next mm -hmm. listener. And that's what we we're always trying to do. And that's right. You know, that's how Sirac ended up talking with you at, you know, at our last location. 
Um, and also at our last location, we got offers for other locations. So, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes wow. because you always have to switch on. So I get that. Uh, and I say that to, to ask this, since you're so, so from such a small place, being a Vista, but also know that you were in the military. While you were in the military, did you pick up any habits? Or anything? Uh, no, not necessarily habits. Any uh, potential uh, artists? Yeah, or, or, or yeah. Hey, hell, y'all uh, had I me would... in the military. I'd be like, yo, uh, my line would be, yo, I just hope we don't. They be, I hope we don't die. Album volume. Five. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, bro. The president of my record label and the co-founder. I met them in in the military. Oh, okay. They, they was not nobody that I grew up with or knew me, but yep. you it's the it's like when you meet strangers, they don't know you. They don't mm -hmm. know you. Mm -hmm. So your first impression and your story is all you have. How you right. carry yourself, your right. image, and uh, you know, I just I would just came really good friends with these two guys, uh, Matt from Miami and Catcher from uh texas shout out to man catcher scrogerville yeah i told them my vision back in like 2011 man and uh they're here with me today you know preparing for scrogerville fest and beautiful on august 6th and uh yeah man uh with the help of those guys with them that's when we started recruiting for artists my first artist was from miami he's from miami but he's here in tampa now What's his um, What's his name? Well, I was actually going to ask what if you could actually list all your artists because you said you have okay. Eight on your so, label. uh, Sugar Bear artists. Uh, we have Juke Man. He's okay. from Miami. We have the boy Ray. He's from Spring Springfield, Massachusetts area. Okay. We have Black Migo Cash. He's from Buena Vista. We have I was uh, saying last night. Yeah, Fresher Kerr. He's from Buena Vista. <clears throat> we have CJ. He's from Buena Vista. We have um. Breezy, he's from uh, a couple towns over from Buena okay. Vista. Okay. We have um, Skrilla, he's from Texas. And um, Ozone Mayweather and Trado. All these guys, uh, Struggleville, and uh, all these guys, like, they bring something to the table. Well, how about like, up north? You ain't got nobody, you ain't got nobody from <laughs> north of the Mason Dixon line? <laughs> Oh, uh, no one wants nah. them, nobody from Michigan on their label, man. Keep that Michigan nah, junk nah. up there, man. <laughs> nah, 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 I don't, man. But uh, my thing is, whenever I get big enough, man, I can expand my recruiting. And, right, you know, exactly. You know, so, exactly. You know, these, is, do you only want rap artists or do you want to expand your, or do you expand that? Because, you know, Drake put out that EDM album and that kind of shocked everybody. I don't understand. Okay, I'm gonna answer your question, but let me tap into that right quick. Like, but people people fail to dis, distingu distinguish what an artist and a rapper is. Drake okay. isn't a rapper; he's an, an artist. artist. Drake can tap into every genre that one can possibly make. Mm -hmm. He he's an artist. He doesn't have like he have groups of people around him when he writes his music. Not saying that he can't write his music, but the creativity level that he can tap into. He need mm. others around him that's right. already in that field to just know, hey, boom, boom, oh, that was a great idea. Right. So you have people who are rappers are just, you know, more entwined with hip hop who feel a certain way towards an artist. Right. Yeah. Because they don't, they can't understand what's an artist and what's a rapper. I'm not an artist. 
I'm a rapper. I'm not going to be humming out. I'm not messing against that. But I'm getting straight. I'm getting straight. I'm getting straight. Dancing to the all point. up in the videos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm getting straight to the point. We didn't have this. We did this, but we made a way. Right. I, I'm getting straight to the point. You know. But um, yeah. Um, what was but the you question? Expand again? that. But do you want to? Expand yeah, I want to expand that. Wanna... Yes, yes, yes. I do. Yes, I do. And uh, I actually thought I had my first female singer here in Tampa, but uh, you know, Ooh, life what's, her, what's her name? Oh, you ain't got to put her on blast uh, or anything. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do that, you know. Uh, <laughs> but just recently, we reconnected, and we're supposed to be doing some work. When uh, if we get this work done, I'll reach out to y'all. Hopefully, she can be a guest on the show. Please, please. I mean, we you know we might know some female rappers and and, and what and so like as well. You know, but that's like, the thing. Yeah. Like with me, like right now, like. I don't personally like go, you know what I mean? If I'm yeah. scrolling or somebody send me something, okay, boom, I like it. Okay, boom. But if I don't like it, the thing is with Struggleville, I have so much faith and trust in my management under me. If I don't like it and they give somebody an opportunity, I'm with it. Right. You know, okay. because it's something that they saw in that person that I didn't see. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, exactly. It's hard know. for one. And I'm, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, me and Sean talk about this all the time. It's very... People don't realize it is very, very difficult to try to do everything by yourself or maybe with one other person. So, you know, like you saying, like when you busy or maybe, you know, you ain't thinking about it. You got a team that all have the same goal that can shoot ideas, that can do this, that can mm -hmm. go out and meet this person and so on and so forth. You know, like, you know, with us, like, you know, I'd love to have a third like a cameraman or something. You know, somebody's just I mean, easy job. But, they handle all the, yeah. Basically handle all the stuff that. I mean, you saw you saw what we were doing behind the scenes. Exactly, and, that, and and then that takes away from what we do here. We can't give full attention to you, the our our guest, and, and that it, I think that takes away. And when you were saying, um, with the artist here in Tampa, the, the the girl that you wanted to sign, um, that kind of plays into like what what do you think? You know, you you've been been around for a while, but what's like if you had a number one or even a number two thing that most I would say I don't want to say failed artists because I don't think anybody's a failure, but work what ethic. is the reason? Yeah, a work ethic that why they give up most of the time. It, it was never about me signing her. Uh huh. I mm -hmm. just wanted to do a song to motivate her so bad. Like I wanted to motivate her because she's so good. It had nothing right. to do with it, it. had nothing to do with signing her, and the song was so fire. I just wanted to record it. <laughs> like, okay. You know, she's really good, but uh, and that is another thing that I noticed. You know. I know this work ethic first. Mm -hmm. If you have the work ethic, because work ethic would be talent any day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. If you're true. consistent, and I'm not consistent because I have to go through stuff. I just can't make a song. Uh -huh. But my work ethic on other things that make me a rapper is very valid around me. So a work ethic, man, you, you have to have the work ethic. And if you don't, you will run yourself crazy with these labels. Is that something? Is that something, and Sean, you can answer this too. Do, do you guys feel like, you know, having a military background, is that something that kind of carried over just because, I mean, I don't know how strict things are in the military, you know, by all means, but I'm sure there's some type of, you know, um, the expectation of work ethic. And you think that helps a ton, you know, out in the, in, in the civilian world, I guess. You can answer first, Sean. I'll go after <laughs> Y'all about to kill uh, me. <laughs> about to kill me. I can see it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you like this. It, it, it still comes down to work ethic. This is because you graduate basic. doesn't mean you have the work ethic to put it in. Okay. I mean, I have, you know, I have plenty of soldiers underneath me who 
you know, I had to put out because the ethic, the work ethic wasn't there. If you aren't going to come, if you're going to come to formation late all the time, that's a strike against you. If you're going to, you know, go to sit call all the time, that's going to be a strike against you. It all adds up because you just, all we see is you're trying to avoid work. Right. Okay. Uh, and that brought me here when I got out. I was, you know, I retired, but I spent two years of trying to do nothing. And even that wasn't very well because I'm not someone who can just do nothing. I got to right. do something. I'm going to keep going on and on. I got to keep going because stopping means it's a bad, it's bad to me if I stop. To you, Taker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So I'm um, with me. Um, the military has discipline, but with me, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to break it down so you can understand. I'm you not bring in what you get out. Yeah, like I'm when it comes to like like me going to my job, uh-huh. they can they can depend on me, but I'm not a hard worker because I have I, my my passion is art. Okay, you know, but I I understand life. I have to have an income. You know what I mean? But when it comes to like hard work on like a job, I just do what I need to do. But when it comes to like me starting my clothing line next year or mm-hmm. focus on my artist album. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just breeze, breeze past that real quick. What do you mean you start a clothing line next year? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, me start this business next year. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Imagine I'm, you I'm doing your taxes that. with your CPA. It's like, okay, yeah. so what is this? I'll just start a business, but don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, you know, like, um, just like with, with, with the discipline thing, I would, mm-hmm. the answer would be like, yeah, because once you're trained to be like, have everything in order, but everybody don't, everybody don't reciprocate like how the military prepares you for out the real world, you know, right. like it, they, they're not training you for the in the moment stuff It's always going to be an afterlife, you know? So those morals and standards take you places where, you know, just a normal civilian wouldn't understand mm-hmm. like okay. on like, yeah career path and like you know being patient and you know obtaining knowledge patience is a level. big one patience mm-hmm. is a huge yeah. one it's ever so, ignorance we don't yeah, i don't it, have a lot it, of patience it, with it, ignorance but patience is a it, my patience did increase drastically from the military mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to know it's good to know <laughs> um tay so i want to bring just i only have two more questions this one's kind of like a two-part but um, well, well, before you before you before you ask your your couple of questions real quick, uh, just uh, at the end of these uh, at the end of these questions, we're gonna be playing a game called What the Florida. Oh, uh, yeah. Same one you saw us play at the uh, at the uh, shop the other day. It's gonna be it's you and Ciroc. So as soon as you get some of these questions, we'll go ahead. By the way. And, uh, uh, go, you ain't gonna do me what the, like the Bulldogs did to Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, we did that, and we beat Alabama too. But there's nothing. Oh my go god, ahead. that was the worst New Year's Eve ever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll play we'll play what the Florida after this. Uh Tay, so back back to your music. I was looking one thing, I love the album artwork. Uh what what kind of inspired that? Or is that just random? Uh no, it was um <clears throat> it was more of um it was more of like the vision that I was trying to set, like the tone of the album. Like okay, you know, like it's 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 not a really deep picture, but once you understand the the name that of the album, it'll click with you then. Right. Like so, it's instance, not just like 
for instance, Go Blood Bro- Blood Brothers. Obviously, you were on an album. Um, those are with with, with uh, was it Black Migo Cash? Black Migo Cash. Mm-hmm. So, and and this is I keep asking questions, but this is like, how does it? What's the difference? I mean, I know working on an album by yourself is it's all you, but is it difficult or easier to work with someone else, or is this kind of like whatever? It's way easier for me to work with someone else. Okay. Because okay. of, and I, I tell you why. Because of, I can be an artist when I'm featured. I don't have to be a rapper. I can right. adapt to. I can adapt to someone else. Have you ever had that moment where you're like, so which one do you enjoy? That was whack as hell. <laughs> huh? Which one do you enjoy more? I know you. I, I know you say I you're a rapper, but I want to know which one do you actually enjoy the most, though. I enjoy being an artist because it's not painful. Yeah. Being a rapper and telling my story, some stuff I don't want to visit, but I have to because right. it, it's like when I'm writing it is when I need to let it out. Right. So, uh, yeah, like being a being an artist is way more fun. All right, all right, you <laughs> no, hear that? No, yeah. I'm an artist. I ain't no podcaster. I'm an artist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then last two. First question: What does the outlook like next five years? What what what's taking me doing in the next five years? What's what's the plan? Oh, um, next five years. Um, We'll be working together. We'll have our own studio, you know, where uh, by that time we'll have people like retired Tom Brady or the Tom G's coming, you know, <laughs> yeah, if podcast, which, you know, uh, podcast with y'all, but like definitely uh, working with y'all within the next yeah. company years. Um, five years from now, man, I plan to uh, have Struggleville Fest in Tampa, Florida, man, and have, you know, Buccaneers a part of it, the Rays, uh, the Bolts, like, just just big mental health awareness events that get recognized globally. Okay. Um, and yeah, we're we, uh, yeah, we here to help 100%. Yeah. So uh, next uh, five years, man. Yeah. It's very refreshing to hear an, an artist push so much uh, for mental health, especially a, yeah. a, a rap artist. So uh, I applaud you for that. Uh, yeah. Because, you that, know, that, that comes from, I know some of that comes from military as well. But for, you know, as you know, as we spoke at the very beginning of the show, black men, we don't talk about it. Period. No. We don't talk about it. And then first grade, even go much. first even go talk about go go into therapy, let alone to talk about what we go through. You know, that's a lot. And that's changing the way right. we were brought up pretty much. You know. And if I think it's a good thing that you're putting it out there and putting it in your music and, and it's getting it out there for people to understand and see and go, Oh, it's not just them or it's not just me. Other people like are out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I, I'm I'm I, hell I'll go to therapy, but I have to have like a a black old man between 65 and 70 with glasses on. He gotta look a certain way too, like for me to trust him. Um and Tay, last question last question for me at least. And this is a kind of a silly one, but what's more loyal? The rap game or Sid? Sid, most definitely. <laughs> look, he just hopped up. Sid, man. Sid is way more loyal, man. So, Sean, if you don't know, um, Sid is, is the dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I assumed it was the dog. For a second, I was yeah. like, I, I pray Sid is not like some, you know, person. It's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> the bulldog, man. Uh, Sid. Come on, Sid. <laughs> um, Sean, you, get, you, got, uh, you got any yeah, last yeah. questions? Uh, actually, uh, before I uh, we jump into what, Florida, uh, my on it, my honest last question is this what do you want to do with this not just in five years but what do you want this to do struggleville fist no that's just struggle with i mean like what? your record your label your in your 
company? What do you want it to do? What is the what is the mark of success for you? Helping my artists get to where they need to be by their word, not mine. So if my artists say, if I'm if I'm in a position to be like, hey, uh, Graham, I want to feature with this artist, or I want to, you know, host this event, or mm -hmm. do this in my hometown. I want to give them that feel that I'm about to experience and a positive feeling that I never experienced. Mm -hmm. So just just positioning people to go to the next level. Yeah, that's great. And right. my I, thing I, is my my thing is like let they fail. Like I don't need no recognition, but just know like we here like exactly do your thing because there's more coming after you. This is what I do, you know. Exactly. It's yeah. like so, um, yeah, man. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like I, I well I got to uh it's like Jimmy IV, right? Is that, is that his name? Jimmy IV or Jimmy IV, yeah. Yeah, like I didn't but know who he was. No I saw it in is though, like it's it's, 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 it gets tricky with when you get millions of dollars in yeah songs. yeah, so, it's, yeah. It, it gets listen, tricky. I want to so pay you. Part, <laughs> I want to pay you. Like, like that part is about like being honest with these guys, man. Right. Yeah. You know, you can you can get somebody to stay with you for for longer than hey, we're gonna get this money. We're gonna do this. People like to see a plan. Mm -hmm. The ones that don't exactly. want to last. The ones that don't want to last, they don't care about the plan. They just yeah, say, okay. But the, the ones that want the plan, those are the they ones that gonna stick through you. You know, they 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 gonna stick with you because you're showing them we're gonna go do this. Hey, we might hit road bumps, but just understand each right. other. We can get this done. We did it before several times. You know, because every every artist is unique and different in their own way. Correct. This is true. That's so, true. Hundred yeah, percent. That's it, man. All right, all right. So, uh, while I get ready for what the floor, do you want to go ahead and uh tell everyone where to find you? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Artist, shout out your plug. Uh, you can find me on um, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Tay Graham, Instagram underscore Tay Graham, okay, uh, Snapchat Tay Graham zero one, and Twitter Cassius Tay, like Cassius Clay, but Cassius Tay. So I saw that, that's where I got uh, the uh, the sit from, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we can um, uh, we, we can we can dig into uh the clothing line on our next session. So, Hell yeah, uh, you know, y'all got my yeah, size uh, though. I'm I'm yeah. Um, see, I got thick thighs, but then my calves kind of small. So sometimes pants are like bell bro? bottoms. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna give you I'm gonna give you a uh I'm gonna give you guys like a first insight, man. My, okay. My first my first drop is gonna be targeted toward uh. LG, what is it? L LG, LG, is going to be targeted for that community because I hate to use the the term community with mm -hmm. with, with, with with humans. Yeah, it's but, like they're different. You know, you know I mean like that group of people need to feel like you know they have something for them how they can express their self. Yeah, because so community. My first drop is is going to be targeted for for those guys and female, you know guys, females, and males. Yeah, that's so weird to me now. That I think about it because community, in my eyes, is like an area versus yeah. Man, yeah like but I, for some reason, it's a people. Man, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever thought about that? Though? Like, I, 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 I really hate that. Like, we accept that label for humans. Like, they're humans too. I, the I ethnic, hate the word the community ethnic, for, for the humans. Yeah. Or I hate that the, word race for humans. I hate that one. Yeah, right. real. Right. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, 
you guys heard it first. So, um, you know, if you know, you guys know people of that community, uh, once, once oh. everything gets to jumping, I'm gonna reach out to you guys like, hey, photo shoot on this day, this day, you have somebody come through and uh, it been, you know, it, more details. It would have been a good month Ooh. for it because it's um, it's Pride Month right now. Well, for the next I couple know. days. Yeah, but next year, around, around this time next year, we'll be up and running with the cold and stuff. Bet, bet, yeah. I'm down. Right. I'm down. We, we're glad to have you come on here and uh, and launch it off of here. It'd be great, be great to have you do that. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and jump into what the Florida, what the Florida yeah, is thing that we play at the end of every show. Where we three different stories, and you have to tell me if it happened in North, Middle, or, or South Florida. Now these stories can all happen in one place, so don't don't be tricked. Now you may uh, be from ben, Buena Vista, but that's pretty I much Florida. No, 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 that's not an excuse. I'm not either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read all three stories first, and at the end, and at the end, I will go through each story and tell me where they happened. That okay. are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, first story: Florida man drives on airport tarmac to take in the sun. Deputies say, "Here's the story." Wait, he he drew. What did he do? He drove on. He drove on the airport tarmac. Yeah, like the runway. runway. Yeah. Oh shit. For what? A a Florida man was arrested Tuesday for riding his dirt bike on an airport on an airport tarmac, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies say Tony Coben, eighteen, passed several restricted personnel and prohibited access signs while riding his twenty fourteen blue Yamaha dirt bike. <laughs> Coben then continued to ride onto the tarmac disturbing the flow of incoming and outgoing aircraft aircraft Coben allegedly told deputies he entered the airport's airstrip through an automatic gate as another vehicle left the property that's like some grand that was gonna be my stuff. question how did he get access <laughs> to the airstrip on the dirt bike uh, you know he was smart about it, it though he's like oh, i he got you there. Deputy said, Deputy said that Coben acknowledged he was not supposed to be in the airstrip, but said he wanted to take in the sun and fresh air. Coben okay. was taken into custody and charged of trespassing. Bond was set at $5,000. That's okay. it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the bombers. I know they, you know, they stricter at the airport. So I'm thinking like at least 10 years. Thinking, yeah, at least, yeah, at least I'm making 50, but you know, that's me. All right. All right. I think I know where to Next set. story. Florida man accused of stealing over $10,000 in lottery tickets from his gas station job. <laughs> wow. He don't know they can track those, right? <laughs> Florida deputies arrested a Florida man Friday who said, who they said stole over $10,000 worth of lottery tickets from the gas station he worked at. And affidavit wow. said Davin Terrell Young, 22, was employed at a racetrack gas station from November oh. 2021 till December. 2021 didn't even make a month yeah he did didn't not even, even make a month <laughs> did not even make a month debbie said that during that time young stole around ten thousand five hundred and ninety dollars in lottery tickets from under the cashier's counter the thefts happened wow. approximately 100 times over 16 shifts according to authorities wow. he was that's a lot to take for each you shift. know he was losing because he was still working there you know i know I like <laughs> if i stole a, tenth, a whole bunch of lottery tickets i won one i'm not coming to work the next day i'm, I'm gone i don't work there Tell you, I mean, I don't know how that he works. Probably, they, he probably was you? thinking. He probably was thinking. I have to come to work, so I won't seem suspicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Even though I'm go. still in on hey, camera, you know the, those. The, I don't know if you guys know who the Crisleys are. Todd and Julie Chris, they have a show on USA, mm -hmm. but they just got convicted of uh, jail fraud or not jail fraud, wire fraud, and this, all the other fraud things. They're looking at thirty years for thirty wow. million dollars so of fraud. This is so funny. 
You know their son, their son. Yeah, yeah. Who go? He's in a relationship with the, his girlfriend. Last name is Metters. Uh huh. Yeah. Her yeah. father was my high school teacher. She's from Buena Vista. Wow. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah that's a small world. That's yeah. That's, that's Georgia. What do you do? That's Georgia in a nutshell, though. Honestly, <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Yeah. If like yo, if yo boyfriend, husband, whatever, parents were on TV and going to jail. Like, what do you do? What do you do when you're that person where you're like the boyfriend or the girlfriend? You just hey, shake. <laughs> I'm the outside family. Yeah. Like, nothing about it. like, exactly. That's, that's exactly what you do. Like, uh, you break up with mom and dad. Know. Ain't got nothing they to do with me. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> to do with this them. So yeah. yeah. But uh, the deaths, to you with the story, Debbie said Young was seen taking, taking the tickets on surveillance video. His former mm. co-workers identified him as a suspect to wow. it. Dang, he got snitched on. <laughs> and I, gar- I guarantee they was part of it too. They just like we got. <laughs> I know. They're like, he probably, got to yeah, <laughs> yeah. He probably was keeping the winning tickets and giving them, giving them. You're <laughs> yeah. yeah. not lying. Lost again. Nah, oh shoot. <laughs> All right, and final story. There we go. Florida man's van being hauled by truck smashes into an overpass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I can play the video. Oh, you got a video? Yeah. Wait, what was it? Florida man's van, a van being hauled by a truck smashes into an overpass. Being hauled by the tow Wait, truck. Wait, a van being hauled by a truck. Okay. I'm trying to like, oh, you got a video, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to see. I'm trying to picture what that looks like. Let me see. Who is on right. me? It's on me, a Syrah. Uh well, I go well. He about to play the video, but I already know okay. the answer to all these. I was cheating. No, I'm <laughs> he's looking up as he was talking. <laughs> Google it. You was Googling, Googling everything. All you care about keyboard. <laughs> you got it. I'm blowing it up right now. Okay, here we go, and hopefully you guys can see the video. Uh, yeah, kind of. No, that's gonna be the. All right, and you know what? That's my only worries. You guys won't be able to see the video too well, but we'll see. All right, because I get you guys like in my oh, there we go. Oh man, okay, let's see. Oh, damn, he pulling the van like that. I was picturing like a toe on a toe <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, he got it on top. Honestly, that's one of my biggest fears. Like be like low bridges, and I'm like you know on top or something. And I just get my head knocked off because you know, like on the movies they'd be on top of a train and hits. <laughs> if that, you can see it again, wow, well, that's definitely on I two seventy five. All right, I think so. All right, you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, so first story was the um. The guy that drove the dirt bike on the uh, the airport tarmac. North. I got Florida. an idea where that's at. So you could say north, middle, or south. I think the way we do it, south would be anything south of what? So, I four, uh, well, pretty much, yeah. I four down is south. Okay. Middle would be Tampa area. Tampa, uh, Orlando. Middle is Tampa area. Yeah. Orlando, okay. uh, all Gainesville, right. all the way up to Gainesville and okay. Ocala. So, and so then I north would- is everything above that. I say the first story is north. All right. North? You sure? 
Yeah, I'm positive. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Let's see. Where can you get? Where would somebody do that? So the first story. So so listeners are, are aware. The first bike, story right? was, the, was the guy who drove his dirt bike onto the airport. Yeah, tar- tarmac. I say north. I say I'm gonna I'm gonna go north just because I feel like it's a lot more old people that live up north. And they got a lot of more lax rules. So he was probably like, you know what? <laughs> it's like if you went to the Clearwater Airport, it's like two security guards for the whole airport. You could probably pull some shit off like that. So I'm going to go north. All right. You are both incorrect. It happened at Zephyr Hills. Uh, Zephyr Hills? What the hell is that? Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills? Where we get our like, water from? Zephyr Hills. Okay. Yeah, right up the street. It's middle. It would be middle, right? Middle? Yeah. Zephyr Hills would be middle. middle yeah. Central I've been here 10 years. Airport. I still don't know where Zephyr Hills is. Yeah. All right, fair it's enough. It's literally in the same. It's in Pasco County. You know where Pasco County is? Nah, I don't. I know Hillsborough is it. <laughs> peep this, right? You've been here longer I, than me. <laughs> and peep this, right? I work at the post office, but it didn't click on me that the Zephyrus Hills waters water was the Zephyrus yeah, Hills right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, where the hell is hey, water I you call, like, from? The- I called it Zephyrus Hills when I first. I was like, Zephyrus Hills. Hills? Where's Zephyrus Hills? Yo, yeah, whoever's like, making this water is making a kill it because they yeah. all over this Florida for some reason. All right, all right. Story two was um, damn, that was the story two was the guy who who stole ten thousand dollars in lottery tickets and didn't win a thing. Okay, <laughs> I think I have an idea. Go ahead, Tay, you go first. I've been seeing a lot of racetracks more here, <laughs> so I would say middle. Now you know there's racetracks all over Georgia now. I mean, I'm saying I know, but I, I've never seen them like in Tampa to like recent years, maybe last year. Honestly, okay. it's more Thorntons and Wawa than yeah, racetracks. Yeah. Racetracks race in the Circle K is more of like a Georgia thing. Okay. True. So I would so, say middle. I would say middle. middle. You're going to say middle? All right. I'm going to say, I feel like crimes like that is always in <laughs> Miami for some reason. Miami. I'm going to go south. I feel like, like it was a foreigner and he just didn't know the rules of stealing. So I'm going to go south. <laughs> well, he definitely was not a foreigner. Uh, this happened at, at the Pinellas. Sorry, this is a Clearwater man. He was in oh, Clearwater. this was here. So happened in Middle Florida. Yep. Middle. Yep. Yep. Oh shit! Yep. All right, zero for two, <laughs> one for one, one for two. All right, I got to at least tie this. Okay, last story was um the tow truck we just saw with the fan that got smashed into the overpass by the tow truck driver. I say south. South. Oh yeah. man, I, I, I want to say south, but if we're both right, I still lose. But if I I can at least tie, so I'm just doing the numbers, even though I want to say south, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with middle this time. Gonna go with middle. Gonna yeah, go with middle, and he's and Tate's going with south. All right, well Tate, you are correct. It oh come on, County. it happened in Broward County. Uh, Over yep. three. Uh, yep, Florida Highway Patrol Lieutenant India Indiana Miranda, so who actually has mentioned before, so, is the one who responded to that. And that's happened. not a crime, though, is it? If if <laughs> you know, like it, is well, it, it is, is a, a crime. Well, it is a crime. Yeah, because it's, crime. You it's like read a, the, a traffic crime, like yeah, the way you tow or carry vehicles on other automobiles. Like uh, it's exactly. yeah. the guy, like, the, the tow should have known because yeah. you, you don't go to prison for that. That's like a a ticket. No, that's not like a. Uh, well, he, somebody, I mean, because he he's a CDL, I mean, he's CDL, so he could face like, a misdemeanor charge. Here's right. the thing, though. Here's the thing. He probably wasn't CDL qualified because he would have known not to not to like, do that. Yeah, transport vehicles like that. 
That's true. Oh, that's this is true. Is like, this is true. You can eye that, though. You can be driving and be like, all right, I don't think we're going to make this. I know this not wrong. <laughs> I know this, that's when you get in the far, there's a lane away from yeah. person, and you can get Ten way feet. ahead or way behind. Yeah. You know he could, he could have had his CDL because you learned all that, like, <laughs> height. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Yeah. Like, don't go here. on the highway with this. <laughs> Jesus, that's Florida for you. They've already, they've already, they've already, they, they apparently we got good, uh, good uh, money for the roads, though. They've already repaired the overpass. Did they? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, you yeah. kind of well because people got to walk across. Um, do they? Ha- is it like that in Georgia? Like, do they be wilding like they be doing down here in Florida? Uh, there is some wilding, but not like this. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Why is why? I think with Florida more is more the catch of Florida man or Florida woman. Okay. I think it's more of that appeal. Like crazy stuff happened in Georgia, but it's not like Georgia woman or Georgia man. It's an <laughs> emphasis on but, Florida. You know what I'm saying? But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, and you can attest this like I can. Now, once it starts getting cold, everyone starts going inside, and so it dies down. Whereas here in Florida, no one goes inside. Yeah, so it's, it's always all crazy. Lo- it's, so, yeah. Someone <laughs> told me that it's one of the big reasons is that Florida is a lot of information is public record. So like crimes and stuff, and there's a lot of other states where you actually have to do some digging to find like people. So I think when like something bad happens in Florida or some crime or something silly, it's immediately like posted online. I could be wrong, but that's what someone no. told me. It's just that the access to it is way easier. No, I mean Georgia's got pretty much the same access. So does South Carolina. I mean, All right, maybe it's the water. Then. As a matter of water. as a matter of fact, yeah. uh, Florida is the only state where they don't actually put out the person, the victim's name anymore because really? of Marcy's law. Yeah. And listen, that's the catch. They took that away so it's more emphasis on Florida man or Florida mm, yeah. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, a, yep. it's, yeah, yeah. It does sound good though, Florida man. Like it if, it's, if it was like crazy. Montana, Montana man, it's like, what? What the are they doing? Where's <laughs> what are they doing in Montana? Where, well, yeah, where is Montana? <laughs> that's still a state. <laughs> or did some other state eat it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, hey, man, take, I like, like I said earlier, man. We 130% appreciate you coming on. on such, I mean, on such a nor, nor notice, too. Like, usually, yeah, that's, that's, that's we got to set these on way in advance. Yeah. You was ready to go. You you know, you was on time. We apologize for being a little bit late. Um, But, bro, I mean, we got to have you on again. We want to work together. We want to get yeah. something going. Um, Like I said, we do enjoy the streaming. But, I mean, we'd love to get in the studio, get, you know, a live show going, all of us on there, whatever it may be. We want to work with you in the future. We appreciate you coming on. We support the music. We support the movement. And yeah, man, I mean, it, it's been great. Thanks yeah, for really having was. me, man. Yeah, uh, we really want to thank you for coming um, on. It's really been great. You're welcome, man. When I first saw y'all guys, man, and what y'all was doing, like I said, like, I, I'm, I'm just like, entertainment, it, it pulls mm-hmm. me in, in any form. And I take it in as art because here we go again with me expressing myself. So I appreciate you guys, man, for allowing me to like, you know, open up again, you know, talk about things so you guys and the people that's tuned in or will be tuned in will be like okay this is a real person 100%. not in a sense not in a sense of oh i'm a street dude but like this is a real human like yeah open yeah. vulnerable in that sense yeah because it's like you know when when people you want to know more hear, about trust me growing up you want to know more about about you know puffy than we did i mean there's a lot we didn't know about puffy until much later on because that's just how it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people that, people that's... prejudge and they assume when they hear a rapper, they start to 
associated with certain things and expect certain things and certain tones and all this. Now that he's, stuff. A, veteran, now that he's not, a veteran who served his country. Well, it's, it's not just that. It's like, Honorably. no, but I'm saying they don't, they don't expect that is what I'm trying to say. Well, it, it's not easy. Like everybody thinks they can rap <laughs> for some reason, but it's oh, not, man. it's not, I don't. it's not like that. <laughs> like I can't even, bro, if, if you put a beat on right now, like this should be on world star hip hop for the worst. <laughs> lines you've ever heard but it, it takes talent it takes grit it takes drive and determination 100 so it does. What, hey, what, that will work somebody will hear you rap and they'll make like a six seven hook so uh-huh. how they did it tomato potato green bean how they did that sample <laughs> you see how crazy that blew up just that one yeah they give it time everything's yeah. giving us like come on <laughs> You'll be an overnight success with a Michigan hat on. Yeah, they'll yeah. blow you up real fast. Hey, do us one more favor. Once again, go ahead, throw out your plugs again just for the, right. the people that tuned in kind of later. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at underscore T-A-Y-G-R-A-M. Facebook, Tay Graham, T-A-Y-G-R-A-M. Snapchat, Tay Graham, zero one. And Twitter, Cassius Tay. Don't you hate that? Cassius Tay. Don't you hate that Snapchat that somebody else stole your, uh, that Name, zero one? You, oh, man. <laughs> Mother, zero two three seven five. <laughs> yeah, like, somebody will think it's a fake account. Yeah. They are. Um, I mean, hey, as soon as I see, as soon as I see all that underscore, I'm like, oh, no, this is this is some fake spam stuff. Which well, one is yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nah. Exactly. But honestly, honestly, though, for real, thank you so much for giving us a, a great hour of entertainment. Uh, Welcome, for our man. listeners. Uh, it was a great interview. You were uh, very uh, knowledgeable in the industry and how you came, brought it from A to where you are now. So thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. You're welcome, and, You're welcome bro. And we wish more success to you. Thank you, man. I'll be talking to you guys. All right. Well, you got anything else? I I am good, man. I'm I'm, I'm all I'm all set. And just hang out after we're in the broadcast and we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll talk go. about how we do things later. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Cool, man. Thanks. But. With that being said, this has been the Weekly Review with Sean Rock. I am Sean Akina Torres. And it's your boy Rock the Mic. Peace. Thanks for listening. <laughs>